Deplorable Nation, a podcast where your voices can be heard, where things that affect you and your family are important, because it's important to all of us. Every one of us matters, and everybody has a voice. We're going to be bringing you news, current events, and throw in a lot of humor, and then you decide for yourself. And welcome back to another episode of Deplorable Nation. This is episode number 67, Red Pill Cartel Happy Hour. Today, I have a wonderful guest, Mr. Davey Wavy himself from the Red Pill Cartel podcast. How the hell are you, my dear? I'm doing fan-fucking-tastic. How are you? (laughs) Fan-fucking-fabulous. (laughs) <laughs> I would fuck my fans. No, I'm kidding. That's another show. Never mind. That's no, a whole other podcast. That's not what we're here for today. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so excited that you're here with me today. For people that did not check it out yet, I was on his podcast. Um, what was it? Ep- six or seven? Six, I with, believe. Yes. Yeah, with um, Nico from the Upstate Unconventional podcast. Super funny show. If you guys haven't listened to it, you need to check it out because we had a really good time. So anyway, tell my listeners, if they don't know anything about you yet, they will. Tell them a little background on you. Well, um, I had a spiritual awakening probably about... 10 or 11 years ago and uh, just taking in so much information now over the past 10 12 years and um, uh, somehow Nico got a hold of me and because he asked uh, anybody who has any paranormal experiences let me know so I think he was on his second episode and I got on there because I said I have a lot of crazy stories, right? So he's like, okay, let's schedule something. I'm like, okay, this is how this works then. And then uh, I jumped on and had a blast and then realized that, you know what? I think I want to start doing this on my own too, you know? Because I've been listening to podcasts for years. Right. And it wasn't until I actually got on one as a guest that I was like, yeah, I think this is my thing, you know? Right. So, yeah, I just started it like a couple months ago and uh, I've been having a blast. I just love it. I love the community that uh, surrounds me now. And it's it's just a, a really fun time. So if anybody has any hesitations about it, uh, I implore you to just go ahead and sh- do it, you know? Right. Just, Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It's It's not hard. It's fun. All you got to do is take the time out to do it. That's it. Right. 
And I completely agree with that. And there's so many people that um, I think have um, like they're hesitant or they're not sure um, like if, if they should do it, if anybody will listen, if it's going to be successful. But my whole thing on that is if you even um, have one follower or one listener, um, you're doing something. You're, you're absolutely yeah so. and for me like i always wanted to do one as well but i didn't want it to be something about just a general interest i wanted it to be something about like spirituality or the truth or something that might not necessarily connect with everybody right like, cause I'm also a huge gamer, right? And that's what I do on my free time and stuff. Like I play online with a bunch of people from the US and we're like really close friends, you know? Right. But the thing that I like to talk about most passionately is like truth seeking and spirituality and paranormal things. And you can't just talk about that stuff with regular people. And to me, if I'm not talking about that, everything else is small talk. So right. the fact that I found this community just helps me feel so much better about, you know, being alone in my daily life with not everybody else is awake. You know what I mean? So or I being, think it's like being alone together. Yeah, exactly. And to me, that's what like a church community is. You know what right. I mean? Like we're talking about truth. We're talking about God. We're talking about Christ, right. and, you know, and it's, we're not judging each other. We're not, you know, everybody's just like, it fe I feel like I'm talking to myself when I talk to every single one of you guys. And to <laughs> me, that like helps me grow. You know, that's a condition if you're talking to yourself all the time. <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> But I also know that if you answer yourself, then you might be fucking crazy. <laughs> but I answer myself all the time because I get the best fucking answers that way. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, come on, Janet. You knew that's what I was going to say. Come on now. <laughs> Listen to and your inner Chucky. <laughs> exactly. I don't necessarily feel like I have... I've never been a very studious person. You know what I mean? Like our academic person. Mm -hmm. But I do love to, like I've researched the Bible like so much and uh, I memorize a lot of it. Like a lot of the, uh, my favorite scriptures anyways. And I, I try to apply that in daily life in the way that I think about things. Um, but I don't feel like I'm very scholarly. You know what I mean? So I think I just, the way that I like to per pursue my podcast is just get like-minded people on and just like shoot the breeze and see whatever mm -hmm. comes up instead of having like a heavily researched <clears throat> topic. You know what I mean? Right. And highly scripted. Yeah. And there's other people out there that are doing that. And that's great. Like, that's what I like to listen to because it helps me gain more knowledge. But when it comes to me personally being a host, I just like to have a like-minded person on and, uh, whatever comes up comes up and I'll ask somebody whoever comes on beforehand if they want to talk about like one particular topic right and usually the answer that I get is 
now nah, we'll just see what happens, you know? Right. And so, so that's my that's my favorite kind of show to do because, I mean, I've had a lot of people on that, that talk, you know, um, that have a lot of good information, but I think uh, free-flowing conversation is always so much better and it's not so uh, canned or like cookie cutter stamped. Exactly. And that's what I love about it because everybody that's a podcaster in the community and, and we all are like friends. Um, yeah. We're all like, we all like gravitate toward each other and, and stuff. Um, but I love it because everybody has a different approach and some people are, you know, super serious and, you know, it's just like straight facts and there's mm -hmm. no, like cussing and there's no this and there's no that and then you got the other ones like me who are just I'm just a weirdo nerd and I just love doing it the way I do it right so <clears throat> yeah I mean it's I think it's important to to feel like you shouldn't put yourself in a box especially with like um the way that you speak like if you right. cuss a lot like I can't help but cuss a lot because I was raised like that Me too. And when I was going when I was going through the bible and everything I was like oh uh Paul said not to like like keep your mouth clean and all that stuff right but it's like at the same time I tried that right and I just felt like I wasn't being myself I'm like right. I can't do this right you know? and that's a hundred percent agree with that because you don't want to have um like uncomfortability in your uncomfortable <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying you don't want to be uncomfortable in your own skin and your own persona you have to be who you are and that's why like um you know the people that have reached out to me that maybe have never talked to me or whatever before they were like oh my god like I was so nervous to come on your show and whatnot. And I'm like, why? Because I am literally the same way all the time. There's yeah. never a deviation in my personality. I'm yeah. not one way on air and one way at home. That's that's just not me. It, it doesn't yeah, that's work then that you're way. you're faking it that way. Yeah. And I'm not a faker in, in yeah. any in any aspect of my life. Yeah. No. No, I, I just don't believe in uh, putting on a persona, like a separate persona when I'm on the air. It's like, why, dude? Like, I want people to like me for who I am, not for somebody that I'm pretending to be, you know? Can, can I just tell people, like, um, you and I hit it off right off the bat because we both right have away. that same weirdo, quirky, um, like, I don't know different sense of humor and i'm just can i share with them like what our conversation was earlier Is yeah that okay okay yeah and so um we were chit chatting back and forth um through through instagram <laughs> messages about like are we going to be on video tonight because then you'd have to put on, put on a shirt <laughs> And so then the conversation turned into, you can just imagine me naked. And I said, I have seen more people naked in that manner than I've ever really seen in real life. <laughs> in your imagination. So, exactly. So to all of my guests, I've all seen you naked. So just so, just so everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, Janet, Janet pictures you naked. 
So just be wary. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me laugh and like a lot of people would like find that like offensive and stuff but we know that we're absolutely kidding and it's just like the perfect I don't know we have we have the exact same personality and I love that yeah it's amazing like right away when I first met you I was like oh my god this chick's fucking awesome you know <laughs> oh my god it's my twin <laughs> <laughs> My female counterpart. Exactly. We're related and your parents just didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell yeah, me like just... tell me Go something. Ahead. Like what um what was your uh like spiritual awakening? Like what happened or um what was going on in your life or or whatever surrounding that? Tell me about that. I'll try to make it not so long because there's a lot of aspects to it but i remember one particular point in time okay so i was on anti-anxiety medication uh, for about five six years mm -hmm. and um because of the fact that i was so anxious about my health i was like a hypochondriac right and i'd wake up every day go to this shitty job that i hated Right. And as soon as I woke up in the morning, I get like uh, almost like an anxiety attack. Like, oh, God, I got to do this again today. You know, and like, fuck, I have to go to this place. I hate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the way that I feel right now, I feel like I'm dying of cancer, but my doctor's <laughs> not telling me what it is. You know, I thought I had I thought I had uh, like bowel cancer because it was just getting worse and worse. And my doctor is like diagnosing me with like four or five different things and wasn't sending me to a specialist right so he, he finally was, sent me he was quote practicing medicine at the time exactly which is mm -hmm. like pill pushing yeah um so finally i got i put my foot down and i demanded to see a specialist and he said well i don't think you have to but uh, okay okay right? Yeah, I'll bite the bullet, uh, fucking asshole. Even though he wanted your money more than what he wanted to send to to a specialist for. Exactly. Just so you're aware of that, yeah. Which is the right then and there. That's why I don't trust doctors anymore. Right, same. But uh, anyway, so I go see a specialist. I get two, uh, what you call it, uh, cameras up the pooper, uh, colonoscopy. That's what it right. is. <laughs> and, uh, hey wait no yeah, i have yeah. to ask you i have to ask you a very personal question yeah because you know according to new studies that came out of japan um <clears throat> the concern now with the uh covid <clears throat> uh yeah. stuff is that you're going to have people that have restless anal syndrome did you have oh restless, i heard about that did you have restless anal syndrome i don't think so it didn't get up and like go and clean the house and stuff like no, that where, i wish it did sleeping but it probably would have left the trail of shit behind everywhere <laughs> <laughs> captain splatter poo <laughs> anyway nope, continue with your story that. don't mind me that's okay didn't have that so anyway um, I, I got diagnosed with mild Crohn's disease. So I'm like, oh my God, I don't have cancer. I'm not dying. Right. 
And then the anti-anxiety med, which was uh, Paxil, mm-hmm. it kicked into high gear because I wasn't anxious anymore. Right. And it, I started feeling like godlike almost, like I was connected with the, the universe and everything around me and the trees, like I could see them breathing and everything. Like I just felt so much more clear headed, you know, because I didn't have this anxiety, but I was on an anti-anxiety medication. So then I started getting this creative burst. Like I started writing music before I would go to sleep in my head. Like I could hear all the instruments in my head and just writing my own compositions. And then I started playing guitar more. So I get better at guitar and this and that. Right. I got a couple guys together. We started writing music together and this and that. And then I was working at a security job. Oh, and also I lost like 80 pounds within six months. Mm-hmm. Not even from exercising. I think it's just because my mind was so sharp. It's such a weird, it was such a weird thing. Like I dropped 80 pounds. I've got like the super amount of confidence writing the music and everything. I, start, I was working security. And then I was listening to Coast to Coast while I was doing a patrol outside one day. Oh, I'm sorry. Rewind a bit. I decided to get off. I decided to get off the medication. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it was about two months into that, after that, that I was walking around doing a patrol outside and I heard, I was listening to Coast to Coast and I heard this discussion about how scientists were being killed off when they were like exposing the evils of the industry and things like that. Right. And for some reason that hit me so hard that I looked up to the sky at that very moment and I saw the stars and I just said, I accept you. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And I just felt this really strange feeling come over me. I was like, Oh my God, what was that? Mm-hmm. Right. And then from then on, I started having severe brain fog, uh, like severe, like uh, really strange things like dry mouth, uh, mm-hmm. brain fog, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I got, I felt like that I lost myself and I had to go search for something and I started reading the Bible. I got heavily into that and then I started losing friends because people thought I was going nuts and uh, Oh, because you chose to believe in God? Exactly. Exactly. And not only God, but the the Christian God, right? Right. And you know the reputation that the Christians get right right so I found myself the more I was getting into the Bible the more I was getting more dogmatic I grew a big beard <laughs> I got into the Hebrew roots I learned learning the true name of God Yahuwah Yahushua all that stuff and I got very judgmental of people and I started feeling very bitter and I was I was struggling I was struggling with who I was before, who I am now. And I was getting, so this lasted maybe about two or three years. 
And uh, I was praying and praying and praying. And I finally asked God, I said, you know what? I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. I feel like I'm becoming a worse person ever since I met you. Right? And I need something. I need you to set me free like you say. That we are free when we are with you. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I had this... Uh, extremely vivid dream where I was walking down an, an orphanage hallway with beds on either side. No, Nobody was in the beds, but there was somebody sitting at the end of the row of beds in a chair, and he's holding a Bible. <clears throat> and I don't know if you know, if you're familiar with a rapper named Chaos. He's Canadian. No. Okay, anyway, he was one of my, he's one of my favorite musicians and rappers, right? But this person took the form of this rapper in chaos. And I looked at him, I approached him and I looked at him and he held the Bible up in his hand. And he said, he said to me, brother, these words can either bind you or free you. The choice is yours. And I woke up and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) You know, and from then on, I was like, I'm just going to take the Bible and I'm going to be free and I'm going to still believe in it, but I don't have to be so critical about other people, you know, and from then on, that was when I really broke free, but still attained all the knowledge that I've gained, you know? Right. Yeah. And And, that's, that's the thing for me, like, um, I am not judgy of other people because that's not my job. Um, and none of us are without sin. Nobody is perfect. And so, you know, like some people are like, oh my God, you're a smoker. I totally hate you because you smoke or, oh my God, you cuss like, oh, that's awful. Oh, you drink. Oh my God. You do this. You do that. Uh, Like I have, I, I don't care what you do. I mean, it's your life. Um, and you're free, you have free will, you're free to choose whatever it is that that you feel like you need to do to live your life the way you should 100%. live your life. 100%. You know? And some people still, even with um, diets and, and things like that, you're not eating the right things, you're not doing this right, you're not doing that right. There is no one size fits all for anything in life. No. Um, everybody's different everybody has their own journey everybody has their reasons for the vices that they choose to partake in right and i don't judge people and i'm open about my my vices i tell people i'm like yeah you know i'm spiritual this and that but i i fucking drink every night and i smoke cigarettes yeah what do you want right like i'm not perfect but i do have a spiritual mindset you know what i mean right exactly and and to me that's the most important thing is, is that spiritual connection and your um, your ability to not only gain knowledge, but to share knowledge. And so and, any and other, to apply it as well. Exactly. And any other yeah. faults um, that other people see in me, that's a reflection on you. That's not a reflection on me because I know that I'm living the way that I'm comfortable and i'm doing exactly what it is that i'm supposed to be doing yep and so that that's literally all that matters i don't find 
that that how I live my life hinders me from doing things, right? Correct. Like I, I mean, I mean, I, I'm sure. Like if I did give up all this shit, it'd be difficult at first, and I'd probably be able to do other things as well. But I'm comfortable. I'm happy. You know what I mean? Right. And exactly. I even have people approach me. Like I have a friend that I work with, and he's like, he asked me. He asked me almost like once a week. He's like, dude, how are you so like fucking happy all the time? Like you're so positive. I'm like, exactly. I'm like, uh, well, not all the time, but he, he but he goes, okay, well, ninety five percent of the time. He's like, you never get mad, this and that. And the way he's saying it, it's almost like he's jealous of it, you know? Exactly. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm alive, aren't I? Like, but you know, that's the thing is, um, for a lot of people, they they are not at that spot because they haven't done the work within themselves to get to that point right? Um, where they can have that kind of journey. And I'm the same way. Like you will never see me in a shitty mood like ever because I'm not, it never happens. I mean, I have some stuff that'll come up. That's like a, you know, a, a like a family crisis or something like that. And I'm just like, still deal with things with positivity and stuff. You know, it, it, it may make me a little more quiet at the time as far as publicly goes. Um, but I'm I'm still not ever in a bad mood. Because it just draws, yeah. it drains your energy when you're, when you're crappy. It does. It, it absolutely does. I mean, I do get in my moods. But it's only usually because somebody provoked me into it. Right. You know what I mean? See, it's like, I, I don't allow dude, that to happen. That's hard sometimes for me because, especially with when it comes to work. Right. Because the people are so robotic. And it's just like, dude, come on, man. You're like making the mountain out of molehill here. here. You know what I mean? Like, right. Didn't you ever learn that? <laughs> yeah. And see, didn't you I ever just... learn to not tell on people? <laughs> I know like don't be a nanny boo-boo mm -hmm. yeah I just can't um I cannot allow people to pull me into that kind of drama you know and I've I've worked in some places where I'm just like oh pull in the parking lot and I'm like oh my god fuck my life I hate it here I hate the people I work with I cannot stand it um you know, whatever. But once I got myself out of thinking that way and I'm just like, okay, well, you're a crappy person and nothing you say makes a difference to me. And so yeah. once you just like kind of put up that, you know, that, what do you say? Like emotional wall. See, I like to call it the armor of God. Deflecting like negative energy. So it's, it's kind of like a, um, like a force field around yeah, me. For me where, like for, anytime for me, they see uh, something crappy, it just bounces right off. Like it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's the uh, Ephesians 6 through 12. Mm -hmm. Put on the armor of God, you know? Right. Right. And then nothing can like affect you, you know? Right. That's I'm exactly guilty right. of like getting a chink in my armor every now and then. But for the most part, I'm just like, when you think of scriptures, it really helps the mind to like right, right. really be strong, you know? 
And I, like I said, like, I'm not religious anymore. I'm not like that at all. Like, I'll take scriptures from, like, mainly the Bible, but even the um, uh, Bhagavad Gita and the, even the, um, uh, what's the, the Muslim book called again? Oh, my God, the Quran. Mm-hmm. You know, I take all these things and just, like, incorporate it. And I have, and I have no dogma anymore. I just, I'm just equipped now to go right. out and about and just treat people like how I would want to be treated with respect exactly. and, you right. know, and it's just like the, the things that happen on a daily basis to me, like blows my mind sometimes. Like, like just the other day, like I was going through a depression because of my Crohn's, right? Right. For like two, three days. And that's common. Yeah, it, really it, it is. is because uh, the serotonin right it's produced in the gut and goes to the brain but when you have Crohn's it kind of doesn't get up to the brain that much it just right. kind of goes your, your your rear end so you get depressed right I'm pooping out my <clears throat> sleep cycle damn it <laughs> yeah it sucks and it really drags me down right but I have to like really be strong in those moments but when, once I come out of that I'm just like oh I'm like I'm on fire you know what I mean and I'm back to my old self again. And I love it, you know? And then it's just like the other day at work, I, I broke free of that depression and I got my spiritual mindset on again. And I got like three tips in one day from people. And I'm like, I never, I had it. I'm not a tip in like six months. You know what I mean? But just like the, like the level of like me approaching somebody if they want my help. And I'm like, yeah, what, what would you like? Like, it's my pleasure to help you, you know? And they feed off that energy and they, they, they really like it and they, right. They give back, you know? Right. And, and that's like a good lesson for people in life is to always put forth that positivity, even if it is just a smile or, you know, saying hi to somebody you don't know or, anything like that because you get back tenfold what you absolutely and it's it's truly an honor and a blessing because I've had people that I just like felt the calling basically to to go up and talk to them even though I didn't know them at all and you know like I've had people break down crying and they were like oh my god thank you like that's really what I needed today. Like it made me feel so much better because I feel unseen or unheard or, you know, whatever, or I'm going through a really hard time. It was nice of you to acknowledge my existence, basically. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I've had that a lot, you know? Yeah. Like, I'll just like talk to a random person. I'll be like, make a, a silly comment, like a joke comment or whatever. And it'll brighten them up, you know, and they'll be like, oh, my God, thank you. I was having such a shitty day, but, like, thank you. You, know, right. you made my day. I'm like, cool, man, you know? Yeah, I'm absolutely. glad to be a part, you know? Absolutely. You never, you don't know how much you affect other people's lives. Correct. You really especially, don't, even if it's just a look or yeah. a smile, anything. Yeah, especially when you exude positive energy, um, that goes way further than people realize as far as affecting other people's mood so you could be 
You could be in front of somebody that is so filled with rage and hate, and you can put your positive energy out there, and I guarantee you that softens them. Absolutely. It may not completely take it away, but it softens them, and and that's that's our job. Yep. <clears throat> Especially working in like customer service, mm-hmm. you know, when people can get so angry. Right. <laughs> all I got to do is crack a joke or like kind of side with them, you know? Right. Just side with them and like have empathy for them. Be like, yeah, dude, you know, I agree. It's fucking bullshit, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, you know? And then they get all like buddy buddy with you, you know? And it turns everything around. Exactly. You flip that negativity to the positive. And I've always been good that way. See, and that's a, um, I think that's one of those things where it's a gift. Um, it really, truly is a God-given gift because not everybody has that um, sensibility, I guess you would say, to share um, like your persona with someone else. Yeah. Um, some people are very reserved. They don't, <clears throat> they won't make eye contact. They won't, you know, wave or say hi or, or whatever, because, you know, it just makes them feel awkward. So not everybody's right. built that way. But it's amazing to see the rewards that you get when you are positive like that. For sure. For sure. So like, I, I even, like, I remember, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I, I remember this one particular uh, thing, uh, event. I was working for Pizza Hut. I was delivering pizzas for a side job, right? And I was late delivering this pizza. And this lady comes out on the driveway before I even pulled up. And I, got, I bring the pizza up to her. And she looks at me with disgust. And she goes, she even said it. She goes, I'm so disgusted with you right now. And I'm like, I just put this smile on my face and I'm like looking over my shoulders and I'm like, and then I pointed at myself like me. <laughs> I'm goes, disgusted with me too. Cause I seriously <laughs> thought about eating your pizza on the way over here. <laughs> I don't remember what it was that I said to her, but I, I calmed her right down and she right. gave me like a fucking $20 tip. Yeah, exactly. And she was, go- she was ready to like, She's like, I called there twice and this and that. And I said, I'm so sorry, but they are swamped. And I think they're sending people at the wrong places and this and that. But I totally agree with you. I'd be fucking pissed off at me too. And then she's like, oh, she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for like, you know, this and that, this and that. And then she ended up giving me a $20 tip. I'm like, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> that and works. See, see, you helped yourself out of a sticky situation. Because she was literally ready to punch you in the ding-ding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even my fault, right? Well, I don't know. Was it your fault? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Were you driving around going, mm, this pizza smells good? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, when you do that for for money, it, it, makes it really you, makes you like, not uh, want to eat it. Like, I don't want yeah. pizza ever again. <laughs> uh, my fucking car stinks like pizza all the time now. 
<laughs> I go home and I smell like pizza too. <laughs> yeah. It's in I don't my want, hair, it's don't in my want anything to do with it anymore. Ugh. And I scrub and I scrub and I just can't get myself <laughs> clean. <laughs> I smell like pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to ask me? Do you remember? I was just going to ask you, like, <clears throat> have you always, um, like, been in tune with um, knowledge or, I, I don't like to call it being awake. Um, I like to call it being in tune with knowledge because um, some people just are normally questioning and some people it took something in their life to make them that way. Well, I grew up not going to church. My parents weren't into that shit. You know what I mean? Right. And, but like, we were, I was dubbed as an Anglican. And I'm like, what the fuck is an Anglican, right? So growing up, I had, I was questioning that. Please like, explain that to people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying I to still, Google on my phone right now. What the hell is an it, Anglican? It's another sect of Christianity. It's from uh, the UK, right? So you have like the Anglo-Saxons, right? Right. So. Is, like, that, I like, was like, is that like a labradoodle where they totally mash like two sects together? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and I said sex. Not sex. sex, not sex. Just so you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta clarify. It's a certain sex of Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of that. No. <laughs> no, but like I was always like, okay, so my parents are dubbed Anglican, so why don't we go to church, right? And but I was growing up with three older brothers and a sister. And none of us were going to church and everything. And I'm like, okay, you know, what's going on? I mean, so I always had that, like, inquisitive kind of mindset, you know? Right. Like, there's got to be something about this whole church thing, you know? And the Bible and this and that. And then, but, like, when I went through my awakening period, uh, that's when I started really looking into it i'm like okay maybe this is the, the actual truth right right but then it's just like after breaking free of it i'm like okay you know like i see what it is now okay so um there's all these different religions and i think they're all created i think they're all infiltrated right from the very beginning right if not I, I, if not created yeah. If not created by an infiltrator. Right. Right. And I and you... I 100% believe that is true. And here's why I say that. Because um, it's segregation. It's another form of segregation where yes. you have to believe in being Catholic or you have to believe in being Pentecostal or Protestant or Baptist or you know, Seventh-day Adventist, or this or that, or this or that, whatever the case may be. And it's all to separate you into different groups and different belief systems when you all basically believe in the same thing. 
Okay. It's all the, the, the same. The tenets thing. in the church are man-made. Those were not written scriptures. That is, um, like, to me, I am very much in tune with God. I'm very spiritual. I believe in God wholeheartedly. I don't believe in organized religion in a building. I don't believe in, I was raised a Catholic. Um, The Catholic church is a uh, swampy, smarmy, marmy pit of hell. It Uh is bad. It is evil. Um, The stuff that they do, the things they cover up, not just pedophilia, but torture. Um, That's been part of that religion for a very long time. So I didn't have a choice in the matter. I mean, I was put in that by my parents. But I had the choice to choose, you know, as I was growing up, like what I wanted to do. And, and my relationship has nothing to do with organized religion or building. Whatsoever. Yep. Yeah. No, because man is fallible. And if you know that man is fallible and sins frequently because you have free will as a human being, um, these things that are written down are to control you or their yep. tenets or beliefs are just basically another mechanism of control when you don't buy into that um building organization type situation you're so much better off because you're free then then you have that deep connection and are free to be you as a person and not under man's rule if that makes absolutely well it's like Look at the mafia, for example. The mafia, they're all Catholic, right? Right. And they go to the church and they confess all their sins. And when you go and confess your sins, then the priest got some fucking shit on you, right? Right. And then he knows who, who to expose and, and whatnot if he has to. Right. Right. And that's that that's him playing the role of God. That's antichrist. That's him right. being in place of Christ. That's what antichrist and, is. And here's another thing um regarding that aspect and from from the Bible um, about believing in false idols. Mm -hmm. How many people look to uh, their pastors or their priests or, you know, whatever you want to call your holy person in your quote, organized religion, you look to them as like they speak directly to God and they're the microphones of God and they're the only people that you know are are allowed basically to have that conversation with god like a direct conduit you're basically idolizing somebody else outside of god because you're relying on their word in their sermon or whatever the case may be um to put you right with god exactly which which disconnects you from god correct because you as a human being have a direct conduit all already correct right right so you don't have to have an interloper right or a middleman there is no middleman it's just you and god like if there is no other person on this planet except for you you know that's your direct you're 
you're you're directly connected with God at all times. And, and think about times. this. Think about this too. Um, how many people go to um, like the Jehovah's Witnesses or um, Catholic Church or whatever the case may be, and you're expected to give um, tidings or tidings. whatever, so that they can take your money, <clears throat> quote, manage it for you and build a bigger facility. No, right. no, no. Materialism is not part of the Bible at all. So that whole giving to uh, a, a church or an organization like that to build a fancy building, like some of the churches yeah. here <coughs> literally look like a shopping mall. Right. Isn't that insane? And they've got, you know, they're like on, you know, 20 acres of property and they've got like these fucking gigantic buildings that have bookstores and coffee shops and concert halls and yeah. meeting rooms. And some of them even have like lodging areas and stuff. And I'm like, and, and it looks like any little museums or whatever. And I'm like, why is this necessary for worship? It's not. Exactly. It's materialistic in nature. It's all establishment. Yes. And even, even to quote scripture again, it even says uh, when um, I think it's Jesus speaking to the all the church, all the different churches, or maybe it's Paul, I don't know, whatever. But he's saying, come out of her, my people, be not partake, partakers in their iniquities. Right. That means get out of the fucking buildings. Exactly. You know, and that's what I'm finding while I'm doing my podcast and, and gaining this new community with me, with um, my following. It's like, this is church, dude. This is like gathering like-minded people. Right. And it, like, it makes me feel like so much more confident right. in my faith now, you know? Exactly. And, you know, um, in our community, and I would I would say a very big portion of our community, um, and people come from every different, um, you know, religious background. However, we all have one very big thing in common: is is that spirituality and belief in something higher. Yes. You know, and it like I said, it's it's not about a building. It's not about like giving all of your money to this business or to this organization so that they can gain materialistic things. That's horseshit. That is not that is not doing the work of God. That's horseshit. Yeah. Like, okay, look at look at Joel Osteen and yes. like what's her name? Uh, uh, what's her name? Meyer. Oh my god, something Meyer. Uh, anyway, all these top-notch preachers, and they're all dressed like to the nines. And exactly. This and, that. and you got all these homeless people. <clears throat> you know, it's like, how about you give your money to them? Exactly. Instead of putting them to this building. Yeah. 
And that's the thing. Because, <laughs> it's just disgusting. Because if they're really concerned with um, saving your souls, as they claim, um, they would give back to the community a lot more than they do. But unfortunately, they save that money for themselves. I mean, we went growing up, like I said, going to Catholic school and Catholic church because it was, quote, required um, that you attended so many times a week. Um, and there was a priest of ours that always, always, and I've told this story before, but always talked about the evils of drinking and, oh, my God, like you're a complete and total sinner and you should never have a sip and blah, 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 blah. So lo and behold, Mr. Priest goes out on St. Patrick's Day, gets absolutely fucking shammered. And the the parish had just bought him a brand new Cadillac. Okay, first of all, why the hell do you need a Cadillac? Okay, but they they bought him a brand new Cadillac. He didn't have to pay for it, so he's he's shammered on green beer on a holiday that they don't even observe any crashed fucking car. Totaled it. Fucking totaled Holy it. Shit. But had the audacity to tell everyone else how they should never touch a drop. And I'm like, Disgusting. hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Yeah. And that a lot of the things that they um, preached about in their sermons and stuff, I'm like, sitting there even as a little kid going, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I don't, that's not how life works, like, at all. Yeah. And it, like, it, it, it's astounding to me. I still question a lot of things, though, like, even, like, because <clears throat> I'm a big, uh, you know, you and I are both metalheads, right? Oh, yep. But one of my favorite bands as of late, the past five years, is they're called Ghost. Yeah, I'm not a Ghost fan. No, I love you. They're... I love you, but I'm not a Ghost fan, though. Okay, so they're very satanic in nature, like in their 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 visual style, right? You know, right. So, <clears throat> and it, it's like I question it. It's like, are they really devil worshippers? You know, and a lot of times it's, it's gimmicky. It's yeah, a lot of yeah. times it's gimmicky type stuff, but um. But then I yeah. hear interviews with the singer without his mask on and everything. He's just a normal guy, you know, and like he loves all this music like I do and everything. But he puts on this persona and it's like, okay, that's cool, you know, but like, is that right to do? You know, but that's like, the thing. Put and out that's... this satanic imagery and everything. Right. But that's the but thing. I think he's that's... just exposing it's how. Yeah, I think he's exposing how the Catholic Church really is, you know? Yeah. Like, got this, because uh, he dresses up as, like, a, a satanic pope with an upside-down cross on his miter, his crown, well, whatever. He would, if he was imitating the current pope, uh, kudos to him, because, yeah, the current pope, I believe, is Satan incarnate. He is the most evil pope ever expound on that um just the whole the whole views okay going against everything that that 
you know, that the church has ever taught. Um, and it's like, uh, it's no big deal if there's aborted fetuses or fetal parts in these vaccines. Like, you should take them. It's your civic duty. Um, oh, my God. It's no big deal uh, if there's pedophilia and whatever, because that's your sexual orientation or, you know, stuff like that. Um, that is why a hundred thousand percent, a lot of people, um, turned away from God because, um, of all the stuff that goes on with the church and the, and talking about organized religion here. And it's like, um, the, the priests are allowed to, uh, rape and torture and right, right. pedophilia. And we have all of you know, the, it's okay to, like, have an abortion now. And it's okay if there's baby parts in your vaccines or in your food or in your face cream or whatever. Just go yeah. with it. You yeah, know, dude. And, like... and that's those type of things, I think, are what made people um, lose their Atheists. relationship. Lo Atheists. Yeah. And that's yeah. the problem. Like, people have to separate god from religion that's what correct. i ended up doing right correct that was that's ultimately my my awakening right. after the whole bible thing it's like <clears throat> i separated god from all religion every every single religion yeah so i'm not i'm not about to go out there and go oh i'm gonna follow this religion because i think it's closest to god no all religions are fucking man-made and they're all bullshit like yeah not, see, not to insult anybody who has a connection with God who is still in a religion. Right. But don't disconnect yourself from that spiritual mindset because right. of religion. Correct. That's my main message because right. we're and, all and created think, from the same place, dude. And think about this. Like we, you were talking about your story earlier where like you got very judgy of people and stuff when you're, when you're first going through this. And here's the thing. Um, People that are lowly, okay, and this is kind of like Bible speak here, uh, prostitutes, uh, beggars, thieves, um, people of that nature, they are not past saving. Um, they're still worthy human beings. Um, Absolutely. They're still able to receive uh, the blessing of God and uh, the vision of Christ and things like that. But here's the thing. Look about look at our society today and how it's like, oh, well, we're gonna chastise all the people that don't have a college education. You hillbilly redneck rube. That's why the name deplorable Janet, because it used to be like, I don't know, fifteen names long because it was all the shit they always called me. Okay. You know? And I'm like you know, or, uh, apparently inner, deplorable inner, suck. Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> inner city, it. like, uh, ghetto people or this or that, like always classifying people into a group to make, to make you feel or make you seem like you're less important. And here's my, here's my thing. And I have always been this way. Um, whether you're, a, a doctor, a scientist, a politician, whatever you are in life, 
you still put your motherfucking pants on the same way I do, you are not better than me, and I do not have a problem telling people that. I have told doctors off before. I have told administrators off before because you will not belittle me and speak down to me because you think you're higher and mightier and more elite. I won't allow it. Yeah. Yep. And I will never allow that to happen to somebody else in my presence either. A lot of that has to do with the ego. Correct. Yeah. So like when they go through like medical school or whatever, talking about doctors, they go through medical school, like, like they're going to feel like a sense of superiority over those who haven't gone through what they went through. Right. Right. So, and and then they're going to. And I personally don't care. I don't. No, either do I. Because, um, and this, this sounds really funny, but, um, I know somebody that works in a facility where they have a fuck ton of PhDs. And the PhDs literally are the dumbest people that work at this particular place um, because they have like zero common sense. Yeah. It's like they're so smart, they're dumb. And I'm yep. not trying to categorize people, you know, because there are smart people that have PhDs and stuff. But this particular place, and it's like they're so elitist and snobby and hateful toward the rest of the employees. And then, like, you try to carry on a conversation with them, and they're just like, what? Like, I don't, like, what? I don't, how did you come to that? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, the, the meme with the guy, like, picking his nose, going, Durr. yeah. <laughs> Or like one of my favorites is uh, Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons, where he's picking his nose. He's, he's, he's saying, "I got my, I'm vaccinated, but you have to get vaccinated so mine can work too." You know? Exactly. Yeah, it's like all these people are just so like. Hey, dude, I just want you to know, if you would put up your motherfucking umbrella, I will not get wet anymore. Right. Just gonna say that. Yeah, or if you, you wear go. sunscreen, it'll make my sunscreen work better. Yeah, if more people would wear sunscreen, no, don't do that. It's poison, by the way. Yeah, and that's I've, that's I've a talked prison about that, that before. Yeah, that's a prison that everybody puts themselves into. Exactly, and it's, it's it, like, oh my god, smoking is so terrible and it's so awful. Here, take take Chantix. Oh fuck, years later. Oh my god, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Pulling that off the market because it causes cancer. Oh, right. fuck. We're pulling sunscreen because, yeah, shit. Well, it's got toxic crap in there that causes cancer as well. Oh, my God. Trust, I had a trust, trust the uh, science. Yeah, trust the science. Trust yeah. it. Which is the ultimate new religion right now. Yes, it is. Because it's, it's scientism. Cult. It is scientism. Cult. Anything with ism is like a, a religion. Exactly. And people it's, don't it's realize cultish. that they're so brainwashed into believing and trusting in the science that they're in a cult and they don't have any fucking clue. Exactly. Not to not to put down science as a whole. Right. But if you're not allowed to question the science, then you're fucked. 
Right. And if you can't question science, then it does not exist in the first place because science is actually proving or questioning things. That is what the scientific method is all about. You exactly. postulate a hypothesis, which is your idea of what an outcome could be if you submit X, Y, and Z variables. And either and you're going to be right or you're going to be wrong. So yep. it is a complete postulation of thought. It is not a guarantee. So all these people, they're like, oh, my God, you have to completely trust and believe blindly that this is possible. And what we're telling you is true. Yeah. Mm. And you can't you question the back fact. At their history, <laughs> yeah. that is in, incongruent. Sorry about that. You, you cannot question the fact that there is like over 200 million adverse effects with this vaccine. Correct. You can't question that? No. I put that out on my on my Instagram feed and it's just like, you know, it's only like truthers that are responding to my posts. Right. And all the other people that I have on my account that are following me that are not truthers, hardly any of them say anything. Right. Like, I want to hear from them, mostly. Uh, well, and that's a lot of times um, <clears throat> they they don't know what to say or don't like to admit that it is completely within the realm of possibility that these things are true. Right. People don't like to admit when they are wrong. <clears throat> My greatest hope is that <clears throat> I've reached out to people that are not truthers. Right. So that I can wake some of them up. Right. I can only do so much. I can do this. I can use this platform for that. But when I go out to work and whatnot and experience uh, people who are not truthers, um and still be that positive person like i hope they see something within me you know right absolutely like i'm not doing this to fucking bash anybody i'm just trying to like give you a little nudge and say hey think about this you know exactly and and that's the whole thing is use <clears throat> critical thinking um what if what i'm saying is a possibility Right. What I'm if, not saying I'm, I am right. I'm not yeah. saying I'm 100% right. I'm just saying there's alternate ways of thinking about things. Correct. Yep. So I have a question for you. Sure. Um, listeners don't know that you are located in the lovely area of Canada. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, with... Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau, yes. Yes. Justin exactly. Castro, actually. It, yes. <clears throat> There's lots of names we would like to call them. So <laughs> I know that very recently, um, Mr. Cocksucker, Motherfucker, Childfucker, etc., um, instituted vaccine passports for you guys. Correct? Uh not in every province I don't think but in my province yes so how 
does that work? Can you buy groceries? Is there any stipulations where you don't have to have one? Uh, so they separated it into two categories, which is essential and non-essential. So essential would mean like food items and stuff like that, right? So I can go into a grocery store without showing a Vax passport. Okay. However, I think it's going to come down to everything. Right. I hope not, but if it does, then I have the potential to lose my job. Uh, <clears throat> I'm safe for the time being. Mm -hmm. However, I have dug uh, some dug out the uh, truth about the law, <clears throat> and really, all you got to do is if somebody asks you for a vaccine passport, mm -hmm. you just say, "No, you're not allowed to ask about my health." Exactly correct. So, correct. I, but I do have like uh, twelve documents that I have saved on my phone, and I put out on my Instagram feed like. Whoever needs any documentation in Canada, let me know. I will hook you up. Mm -hmm. I think I got about like four or five people reach out to me, and I just got their email, and I sent all the documents to them. <coughs> Excuse me, which is like all documents about what you need to know about the Canadian law Correct. that will let you bypass what they're trying to do to you. Yes. Because what they're, what they're trying to do to us is essentially illegal. Right. And that's why, um, like, uh, especially up there, uh, you guys have a little bit different rules and regulations that we do here. Uh, they're even jamming through now uh, that if you don't do what the federal government says and mandate it literally for every employee on the planet, if you're a business owner, they're going to fine you $700,000. And oh now they're talking about because um, like the, the debt ceilings, uh, they don't want to raise it and they need all this money for uh, the new, the new, another $3.5 trillion uh, quote infrastructure plan, whatever shit today. And the deadline is tonight at like midnight anyway. Um, but now... Like actually tonight? Yes. Wow. And, and now uh, they have also put forth a proposal for legislation where now if Congress doesn't approve this uh, raising of the budget ceiling or the debt ceiling and they don't approve this crap tonight... Um, that he may sign an executive order to use your retirement accounts to pay for his new $3.5 trillion spending bill. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Mm -mm. Nope, not kidding. Not kidding at all. How do people not see that this is the most evil fucking plan ever? Okay. Okay. You want to take, you want to take my whole retirement so I don't have. Oh yeah, go ahead. Any way to live when I get old. Okay. Why don't okay, you just okay. fuck me in the ass without okay. any lubrication whatever while you, you're at it? Whatever you say, government. Go ahead and. Yeah. Go ahead and do that. It's a great. Everybody's idea. just bending over, and they're and the government's yes. not even using any lubrication. Exactly. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's complete and total ass rape and people that do not even, some people are so dumb though, that they don't, they're too lazy to research stuff or they will only read a headline and not actually read the story or, you know, not watch <sighs> or listen to anything It's unless it's on, you know, mainstream media or whatnot, that you can actually find all the proposed bills and, and stuff like that. All you have to do is actually look and research. But yeah, that's that's one of them. And, and plus they want to tie um, disability benefits, um, Social Security, retirement accounts, things like that to vaccination status. Oh my God. Yeah. So they want to mandate to you that you can't have your own money that you've paid in in taxes or you can't have your own retirement that you contributed to and saved for your entire life unless you do what the government tells you to do absolutely disgusting that's complete and total theft that is theft well taxation is theft taxation is theft anyway right Taxation, in essence, is a theft because most of the money that you pay taxes to either goes to foreign aid or in their own pockets so they can have their vacations. Correct. Right? Yep. So, like, that's – it's it's just fucking unbelievable. Like, this whole system needs to be needs to be torn down, and I think it's going to happen. Right. I and, honestly and think it's going to happen. You know, a lot of the talk here is that, like, um, by, like, November something or whatever – they're thinking that um, like our whole monetary system is going to collapse because like they haven't had any coins for like a long time. Like you cannot find coins in the stores or like you have to give exact change or basically lose it. So, huh. Okay. Yeah. So what they did up here in Canada a few years back is they phased out the penny. The one cent, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so what they're doing is they're rounding up or down when you pay cash. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah. And that's the same thing here. Like, um, like if you go buy groceries or whatever, and it's like, say it's like uh, 2537 or something like that, they have no change. And so if you give them $26, they literally keep the rest of it because they have no change to give you. Crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Fucking crazy, man. The um, shit that the government is getting away with is just unbelievable. I know. It, it's, it's pure fucking rape of the masses, and they're just like, <laughs> we got one of our thumbs. It's like uh, that witch from the... Uh, Wizard of Oz, I'll get you, my pretty. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, why don't we just go to the parliament buildings and fucking pour water on all these politicians? They'll Ex melt. I guarantee exactly. you. Exactly. Just throw holy water on them. No, they're going to short circuit because most of ours are robotic uh, clones, anyways. Clones, so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so. I tell you, it's, it's insane. Like, and people have no idea. Like I had true. like I had a couple people attack me that I work with saying like 
dude, just get the fucking vaccine, man. What's wrong with you? I'm like, the fuck's wrong with you? Exactly. You're like, you're I'm fucking my health at risk, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to stand up for your rights too, not just mine. You know, you should be like helping me out. Yeah, people don't understand that though because they're so dead set on. Uh, the government told me that I'm supposed to believe that if you don't get it, you're infectious. And it's only the vaccine or unvaccinated people that are spreading it and blah, 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 blah. And that it cannot be further from the truth. According to all of the studies that have been done, that people are so mofo lazy that even if you gave them Every fact, every figure, every scientific Uh, study, every everything, they're so dead set in their beliefs that they cannot even welcome the possibility that things could be outside of what they're being told. Yep. They're They're not liberated in their mind. No. They're completely brainwashed, and they just go along with whatever fucking... Justin Turdo says, or the Alzheimer's patient for President Joe Biden. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck he got in. Oh, well, we all know how he got in, but. Pampers? I'm going to yeah. start calling him Pampers. Pampers. <laughs> Joe Biden depends. <laughs> fuck. Depends? It's, question mark? <laughs> the guy can't even, like, hey, muster wait, up a coherent wait. sentence. No, 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 no. Wait. Somebody wipe my butt. <laughs> Did you hear that video? I saw that one, yeah. Yeah, it was like the funniest thing. And so, that like, that's people's favorite meme is, you know, Joe Biden depends, question mark, and then, you know, <laughs> somebody wiped my butt. Yeah. It was. You yeah. even see that one where he was, like, obviously behind or in front of a green screen? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like... getting, getting his jib jab. Yeah. And there's these there's these accounts now that are very very popular among the masses in my area, and they're showing this stuff, and people are still like, "Oh, this is fake, this is propaganda." I'm yeah, like, but it's not no. because even and the funny thing is, um, usually you don't believe shit that the mainstream media here says, but actually it was it was quote fact checked. Uh, for accuracy by Fox News and they're like yeah it was on a set of such and such blah 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 yes this you know was actually you know set up for them to whatever I'm like so you're actually telling people that yes they tried to fucking lie to the public completely lie and set up this whole you know narrative in front of this on the set and this fake horseshit and people are still like oh my god no like he's doing his duty he's getting jabbed (laughs) yeah really dude okay with a fake plunger on a movie set (laughs) yeah they're telling you this yeah and you still don't see it yeah no like, and the moon landing. 
We never went to the fucking moon. That is We've been doing the same bullshit. shit the whole fucking time. Oh. So, back in the day, because that's closer to my era, okay? And so, at that time, you had a rotary dial phone. There was I no, remember those. There was no uh, cordless. I'm old, I'm old too. Wireless. I Nothing like that. It was the landline uh, dial phone. And <clears throat> there, how in the hell would you make a, a phone call between a, quote, supposed spaceship and, and the White House? Impossible. It is impossible. It's absolutely impossible because back in the day, and younger people are not going to understand this, but when you had one of those rotary dial phones, um, they would have what's called a party line. Um, and so a lot of times if you would call somebody, you would hear other people talking on the same circuit going like, hello, mom. Hello, mom. Yeah. And you'll hear like multiple people talking at once just because like, Imagine the the old days where um, you would see movies where they were like plugging in a switchboard type thing cables. That's exactly my, what it was, and it would. My mother, like, my mother used to work as an operator, like and doing yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I have pictures of that. Yeah, and so <clears throat> like people that weren't alive back then don't understand, but when you would call to like to a friend's house or something, it was not uncommon to pick up like a neighbor's conversation or something on your same phone line. Yep. I had There's it have to be no one way they could have called to the White House from quote space. From the yeah, fucking not moon. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. There's there was no wireless capabilities. Mm -mm. You can't run a wire from the moon to a space station to yeah, the none. earth. Like yeah. Like just that fact alone should tell you how fucking big it is. Exactly. But that's the thing is like um, the people weren't alive back then don't understand how that absolutely was not possible at the time because there was zero technology to support that. Yep. Like at all. It wasn't until years later and I mean years and years later um where we had like the push button phone, but it was still, you know, anchored to the wall or you could sit on a desk or whatever. Um, but it was still a landline phone, which was wired in your house. Right. So it wasn't until ooh, eons later where they actually had wireless capability. Yep. <clears throat> like 30 years later. Yeah. And we yeah. didn't have... We didn't know, like me growing up, we only had uh, the kind of TV set, which was, um, what were they called, the analog tubes? And they actually had these. Um, CRT, cathode ray. Cl yeah, clear yeah. clear glass tubes that, you know, if the tube blew in the TV or TV was just fucked, you would Done, have to yeah. like have somebody to replace those little tubes for your picture to work we only got three channels we didn't have cable you actually had to get up off your fat ass and go change the dial oh, the, the dial yourself. yeah you yeah. had to if there was no um 
signal in your rabbit ears, then you got no channels whatsoever. Right. Yep. If it stormed like the, you didn't have TV. I we remember in the. We didn't have air conditioning. We didn't have none yeah. of that shit. I remember in the early 90s, I still had a, uh, you know, like the channel changer box was a box that was wired to the TV. Right. You had to press the buttons, separate buttons for separate channels. <laughs> yeah, we didn't We didn't have a box. You actually had to get up and walk over yeah. to the TV to change the knob. Yeah. Uh, Good old days. But those were the days yeah. that I enjoyed the most. Same here. Yeah, because uh, things got more complicated as the years progressed. Absolutely. And I went along with it. You know, I'm still with the times. You know what I mean? Like, but at the same time, it's like, we're so dumbed down with technology. I even find myself like just a zombie on my phone a lot. You know, it's just like, ah. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't there. I very rarely spend time on any kind of social media. Because I just, I don't care. And yeah. that's like, I don't want that to influence me in any way or to affect my mood or whatever. I just, I just have my, um, my ways about that. And I only do it in the afternoon or in the evening. And it may be only for a couple minutes at a time. And then that's it. That's good, because even me, when I find myself, even when I'm at work, I'm, like, constantly checking my phone, which I shouldn't be doing, but, yeah, you know, I don't know, like, I just love connecting with people, you know? I know, I do, too, but, you know, I gotta, I gotta have that time to be in my space, in my world, and, like, listen to nature, and smell nature, and watch it, and, you know, that's my thing. For sure, yeah. So, my dear, if what is um, what is your main message to people? I would say that uh, for the people who are not supposedly awake yet, because <clears throat> I know there's a lot of truthers right now who are they're very downtrodden, you know. Right. But I, I I need to let people know that you know you are with God. God is with you. God is within you. You don't have to look outside externally for him to save you. Right. You got to do the work yourself and we got to rise up and know that we are the ones who are going to, that people are going to come to for answers. Correct. And so with that, I, I would like to say that there's a lot of hope. And if you lose hope, you got nothing. Right. So keep your fucking game face on. Keep that armor of God on, you know. And keep Don't your sense anything... of humor. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Like, I, that's the thing. Like, I'm notorious for going around at work and telling people, like, the joke of the day, you know. Exactly. The joke of the week. I got to make sure everybody hears this joke, you know, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to make them laugh. Right. So just absolutely. be that light. Be that light in the dark for people and be that that boulder that's thrown into the pond and make those ripples boom, 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 and just try to get your truth out there as much as possible yeah. i mean and, and again if you're struggling and thinking that 
you know, you can't do a podcast because you're worried about what other people think. I don't know. If you're if you're talented, use your talents that God gave you. Like, if you're a musician, use use the music uh, as your way of uh, expressing truth to people. Like, don't just write songs about like fucking partying. Write right. songs about truth and God and things like that. It doesn't have to be like that crappy worship music that nobody likes at churches. Right. You know, <laughs> be creative. We are right. we are made in God's image, so be creative. You're a creator just like God is. You can't create worlds, but you can create things to express your positivity to those around you and give them that sense of hope that everything's going to be okay and just love the life that God gave you because we're all going to the same place when we die. Agreed. You know, we all came from the same place. We're all going back to the same place. Agreed. And I just, I just, I just love people so much that I just want to like tell them like, it's just, everything's just going to be okay. It doesn't matter what hardships you're going through. It's just a storm that's going to pass. You know, I just want to hug everybody, but yeah. I don't want to do it on a creepy level like Joe Biden. Right. Um, right. I'm not a sniffer, um, but I just, <laughs> I just want to give everybody a hug because uh, touch is a really good healer and a, a good energy transfer. It is. So if people that meet me, uh, don't be alarmed if I hug you, even if you're not a hugger and touchy-feely. I am. It'll be okay. I'm not trying to sexually assault you. Just so you're right. aware. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I or ever met I you am, in person. I don't know. I'm just if saying. I ever if I ever met you in person, you can hug me and sniff me as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> I am not smelling your butt though, just so you know that. <laughs> oh, nobody wants to do that. <laughs> I don't know. That's like the new the new thing, like the pooper. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, stay away from the I poopers. Was, yeah, I was born in an era where that is an exit only. Uh, you don't need to Absolutely. make that your personal entrance door because if you do, you might find the surprise on the other side. Just saying. Uh, I mean, like, to, <laughs> to each their own. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever. You do you, but stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so I just want to say thank you for your joining me tonight for your positivity and your fantastic energy. And I just adore you. I mean, you and I just have so much fun together and I absolutely love it. So um, anybody, that, anybody that has not checked out his podcast yet, uh, Red Pill Cartel, and where can they find you at? They can find Red Pill Cartel on Spotify and Anchor so far. I'm working on getting it onto apple but i'm having a hard time with the stupid email address thing trying to get an account set up whatever right. i'll get i'll get it there eventually but um yeah it's on other platforms too like whatever anchor distributes it at like i don't know but um <clears throat> but you can definitely find me on uh instagram at uh davy wavy 2112 and i'll spell it out d-a-v-e-y w-a-v-e-y 2112 and follow me on there i post a bunch of i shit post a lot like a 
post a bunch of memes. I post other people's, um, I'll screen record other people's uh, podcasts, like snippets. And like Dangerous World, a shout out to Dangerous World. Uh, Ryan Dean. Hey, buddy, Ryan. Love you, bud. Hell yeah. Shout out to uh, Matt from Great the Great Deception Podcast. Yep. Shout out to Sam Tripoli. I think I'm on his radar right now because he stole one of my posts and posted it verbatim. Uh, (laughs) I thought that was fucking awesome. Um, uh, Yeah. Uh, Shout out to the Legit Legit Bat Podcast. I'm going on there uh, next month. Oh, you will have such a good time there, my bo- my bros and and my girl, and you will have a blast because they are are fucking rocking. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I I haven't even listened to any of their shows yet, but like they've reached out to me already, and we're like yeah. just joking around on Instagram or whatever. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, awesome. he scheduled me in, so I'm gonna go on there, and uh, they're the same kind of personality, so you will have a blast. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And shout out to Nico. He's like my my main man that inspired me to start my own show. So yep. uh, love Nico. And uh, yeah, guys, check out all this shit because this community is amazing, and I'm so it makes me feel alive that I have people on my side, and I'm on their side too. You know, so Amen yeah, I just. Yeah, dude. Like so, whatever, man. Just yeah, I'm, I'm pretty buzzed right now, so I'm all pretty happy. <laughs> That's hence why we called it happy hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cheers to that. Two happy people that are always happy, and then we added some other things to make us even more happy. Anyway, that's it. That's that's what it's all about. Exactly. Like and I just want party. to I want to make an announcement on my end. Um. I have the honor now of being featured as uh, one of the podcasts to follow on my friend Matt Landman's uh, website. It's called Actual Activists with an S on the end dot com. Um, We have done two shows together. So he reached out and asked me if it was okay. He put me on there. So I am on there now. I am still on Alt Media United. You can find me on every podcast platform available under the sun as of today. <clears throat> May change tomorrow. Uh, Instagram at Deplorable Janet. Twitter at No Janet, K-N-O-W Janet. So make sure to check this lovely gentleman, Baby Wavy, out check out his Instagram account. He posts a lot of good stuff. Check out his podcast, Red Pill Cartel. And for me and for Davey, have a fantastic evening and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Peace out, guys.